we are amazing love that my God should die for me. We had some beautiful songs this morning about love. You put me in a place of even more love. Because as you see me here this morning, I'm dressed in red. Put on your red dress. Church will not be the same this morning. I don't know if Pastor Ava will invite me back after service end this morning. It's going to be church with a difference. Good afternoon, New Life Horizon. It's a pleasure to be in your presence this morning. I am blessed. I am humbled to be on this platform to present a word with you. It's, it's going to be interactive. It's going to be different. You're going to sit back and enjoy this message that God will be using me to perform, to really to perform. I feel like I'm a flight attendant to do this morning as he worked through this vessel. But before we get into it, I would just like to just pray and ask him to use this clay, to use this vessel as only he can. And Father, I thank you this morning. I thank you that we are alive. It's such a privilege, Lord. I will never take this for granted. And as I'm about to pray Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 17 over this congregation and over our lives, I pray that Christ will be more and more at home in each and every one of us hearts as you trust in him. May your roots go down deep in the soil of God's marvelous love. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how wide, how long, how high, how deep is his love for us. May you experience, all of you this morning, on Mixelar and on this line, may you experience the love of Christ. Though it is so great, you will never understand it, that you will be filled in the fullness of his power that comes from God. We thank you, Lord, for another day. We thank you that this is the third Sunday of Advent. I am excited, my brothers and sisters, because guess what? I am no longer in the cold. My sister might be hearing this for the first time. I came down to Florida like a stealth plane, secretly, like Nicodemus in the night. I, I flew down. My husband has not yet arrived but he will be soon. Hello, baby cakes. I love you. I love you all, my family. And I'm excited because I am in the Sun City. I am in South Florida. Can you tell? I dress up this morning because I want to love upon my God. And I want everybody this morning because Ruth is going to change the pace. You're going to get up. You're going to dance. We're going to dance like David dance because this is love. Four-letter word, L-O-V-E. Four-letter word. This is love. So first of all, I'd like to, if those of you who can do it, you're going to put your emoji right up there in the corner. Some of you might not understand it. Go to reaction. You will see some little things I've learned. Yes, Sister Tashina is the first one. Sister Anne is the second. Pastor Carl, find the love. I want the love here this morning. I really, I'm happy and I'm excited about, and guess what? I don't know why Pastor asked me to share this morning because next week is my anniversary. I don't think she even remembered. But I am excited. It's a year already. And God has blessed me. I've always said it on this platform. And I will always say it with a godly man. A man that is teaching me how to love. 
Reverend Bold, you're there this morning. I'm happy to see my family, Reverend Collymore, Pastor Stedman. It's a privilege to see you all, Sister Angela. You just celebrated a birthday. Happy birthday. It's the month of love. All right, let me get into it because I know we're all busy. I'm kind of out of sword because you know moving is not easy. I feel like Abraham from Jamaica to New York. And now in Florida, God is faithful. He is my brothers and sisters. He is faithful. And that is why this morning I am rejoicing. And as I said, this is the Advent season. So the topic of my message this morning will be no ordinary love. This is no ordinary love. You all know this love song, right? It's love is in the air this month. Thank you, Sister Tashina. I, and as I just said, I can't believe it's a, it's, it's a year already. I love my church family and I love you all. I'll be telling you a little bit about love before I get into the message. You'll be hearing songs about love. I want you to get up in your seat and imagine you're dancing with the King of Kings and the Lord of God. Of course, we can dance with him online, man. Yeah, man. And that me like, man. All right, Ruth, get back into your message. You know, it is said that in 2022, the English Standard Version Bible, which would be the ESV, is saying that love is mentioned 551 times in the Bible. Thank you, Sister Tashina, for all the love song, the reckless love. You deserve it, the last one. It's amazing love. You, are, you already started my, my message, and Sister Rifa, love is a miracle. Emmanuel, God is with us. All of that will be my message. I'm going to cut it short because you have heard so much about love already. I want you all to get in the love zone. You don't have to be alone because Jesus is with you. So 551 times in the Bible, statistics have proven that over 1 million, one over 100 million love songs have been recorded over the years. So 551 times in the Bible, over what? So love is so important. Love can be a noun. My sister is a teacher and Tashina is online. It can be a verb. It can be whatever you make it to be. Love is one of them that can do everything. It means that it is tangible and it is touchable. My brothers and sisters, I'm excited. It's an action word. And then there are many songs that we can relate to. But my brothers and sisters, I would like to open the mic now I'll be asking, and I'm going to speak to Sister Anne first. She didn't even know I was calling up on her, but she's looking like a princess sitting in her garden over there. And I would just like to know, what feeling did you get a while ago as you heard the song? And after that, it will be Sister Tashina that will be sharing also. This morning message is interactive. It's a little different. So over to you, Sister Anne. Sorry, I didn't tell you before, but I saw you enjoying the songs. Enjoy them. <laughs> Well, for me, I could relate to every single song in out in my era and out of my era yes. because I list I loved music and still do, mm. and so I could relate it to all the songs. But endless love for me, yes, it was that the Lord is my endless love, Amen. and I eat every single one of them. I could sing it to the Lord Amen. because the truth is. He is our first love, and he's our everlasting love. 
Amen. Sister Tashina and I see Sister, Sister Pastor Ava ready to answer up to you know and Pastor Reefa. So get ready with your one minute. One minute because we want to stay here. We won't stay, we'll stay here till this till tomorrow or 2023. <laughs> <laughs> um for, for me, what it did, it kind of um it brought back memories because for me, but then I didn't understand a lot of these songs and I wasn't supposed to be listening to them then. Yes. But no, it, the adult me is listening to these songs yes. and uh, at the background of most of them, I hear the heart break and I recognize um, the imperfection in that type of love. It, like it holds up a comparison between the love of God and the type of love that these yes. are singing about mm -hmm. and and some of the unrealistic expectations they had for that type of love and recognizing that boy you can't find that in that type of love you can only find it in the love of god amen sister a pastor eva and then to your mom because she's a different era so i share young. the same sen i share <laughs> the same sentiments as Tashina when i listen to them some of the songs I knew, like the, the last song you played, I've never heard it before. You've never heard it? Never heard it. I, don't, I tend not just to listen to what we consider secular. Um, that imperfection that Tashina spoke about is uh, was obvious. The, the love, the heartbreak, it says, I gave you my love. And, 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 and clearly it was not reciprocal or reciprocated. And so I realized that the love that sometimes we look to from man has limitations while the love yes. from God has none. So the love of man may make you feel gooey gooey and your heart flutter. Because mm -hmm. as I sat here, I felt a warm feeling and I instantly <laughs> said, but hold on, I feel like I could marry again, right? But I said, but listen, yes. This, yes. this is song that is evoking those emotions right. inside of me. But yet the words are one of heartbreak. But I still had the emotional feeling of that warmness that Amen. comes when we think about human love. And so that is what it did for me. It, it brought something inside of me alive that I thought was dead. <laughs> what did that? So I, I felt <laughs> my heart went like this. <laughs> Yet I couldn't, I couldn't identify a human face because it really and truly it is the love of God that, that, that goes Amen. beyond every love that I've ever experienced. Amen. Right that. And over to our sister Rifa. I know you. We're going to get to the message in a while. <laughs> okay, well, for me, um, Whitney Houston, as you all know, promised to teach me to sing, but she didn't fulfill all of that promise. So um, those songs, especially her, when whatever she sings, I always um, I have mixed emotions whenever she sings. But when I first um, came to this country, um, I wasn't saved at the time. And so those songs used to, I was used to sing them to the Lord, although I wasn't saved. I wasn't saved and sanctified, I would say. But I know the goodness of the Lord was upon my life. And so those songs were what kept me through the times when I had no family here and I had to do what I had to do to survive. And so those were the songs that I sang to the Lord. And so I have mixed emotions because at the time it was just God who was keeping me and mm -hmm. you know, the songs that I love all my life and all of that, all of the, those songs, I sang them to the Lord. You raise me up when, you know, and put me on the mountains and all of those songs, secular songs as they are, but I truly sang them Amen. to the Lord. 
Yeah, I see Reverend Bold mic open. He he's ready to roll it because you, you saw your, your mic is open and you have on your the red shirt. You're representing love this morning. So let me hear from you as a man what yeah. you fit into. I'm gonna cut this message a little short because I know time is going. You but know, this is um, interesting. Yeah, this love thing is my thing, you know. I yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you have to remember that I was born on Valentine's Day. So I'm a, I'm a lover. Okay. <laughs> I'm a lover. Yes. Yes. Right? And, um, you know, but to talk about, go back to God's love for, for me to talk about his love towards me, it would take the entire program. Yes. Okay? It's not that time yet though. It really would take the entire program. <laughs> but, but, um, it is, his love is so unconditional, you know? It is so unconditional. And, and we have to remember that love didn't start with us. It starts with him. Amen. Because he says, God is love. Amen. So it all started with him. And, and, um, and therefore, the, 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 the price is that he was motivated to go to the cross by his love for us. Okay? And so the, the price on our head is too great for us to live miserable life. Mm-hmm. It's too great. He loves us unconditionally. Amen. He's, the scripture says, yet when we were yet sinners, Christ died. He died. Amen. You know what I mean? So we have it started with him. Okay? Amen. All right. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna preach. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you all for participating. And I liked what you all said and one second one minute we can't one second one second yes. it's just um <laughs> rev 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 said something that really um trigger trigger a thought for me that it was love that kept him on that cross amen it was mm -hmm. love that kept, that kept him, him on that cross mm -hmm. us for us it's not the nail it's not the whatever it was love mm -hmm. Amen. So I'm happy that we could relate to the secular songs. I know that we are Holy Ghost filled, water baptized, but God wants us to. These are clean lyrics. What we are hearing now is garbage. Love y'all. I can't relate to it. But for me, I have memories of these songs. I never used to have the boyfriend back in the days. I was a well would behaved girl until I met Reverend Bolt. Joke lie. However, though, <laughs> they, they speak a lot to me. Endless love, a thousand years. I think I played it at my wedding. It's a very new one. It's a movie on it, but you have loved for a thousand years. And love covers a multitude of sin. Love is a stress, stress buster. They say that when you love, you live longer. So I'm hoping to live longer, right, Rev? However, though, this morning, you all know about the Eros love. The Eros says it's a romantic love. It's a sexual love. It's supposed to be done only to couples. When, you, when you're married, it should be between a man and a woman. It's Advent we're celebrating. Eros says, it is Christmas. What did you get me? It's all about me. That's Eros. I'm just going to talk about three quickly. Then we go to Filio or Filias. That's friendship. Friendship and brotherly love, affection. Filio says, I got a gift for you, Sister Laverne. And I paid $60 for it. You actually tell what you do. You're announcing it. But agape, agape love, that is coined as unconditional love. Reverend Bull said it, you've been saying it, that's a miraculous love. It's God's love. It's selfless. 
It's well-being of others. Agape love is going to say, I wanted, to to, I wanted you to have a Lamborghini. Sister Prudence will love that. A Lamborghini for Christmas. And I'm not looking for anything in return. And that is what Jesus did, my brothers and sisters. He went on the cross for us. And my text this morning is a very simple text, but I got so much from it. And I just want to share with you because I have learned this text before I was even born. I think maybe that is how I began talking, my father being a pastor, but we'll get into that text. I'm sure you can imagine what it is. I haven't said it yet, but we also know of, um, what's his name, Chapman. What is that man's name again? Gary Chapman or a five love languages. You can type your love languages in the chat if you'd like to share it. And what are they? Acts of services, giving, physical touch, quality time and words of affirmation. And one of my favorite is words of affirmation. Myself and my husband, we did this before we actually got married and we are both similar. All of our love language are the same. So get to know when you have your mate, get to know what your love language is and build on it. It makes love so much easier. These love language really help couples to realize each other's needs. But my brothers and sisters, agape loves, gives and gives and gives and gives and gives and expect nothing in return. This is our third week of Advent. Our sister Karen dealt with hope about two Sundays ago, and God is a source of our hope. He is the source of our hope in weakness, in death, and sin. I see you typing up there. Pastor Ava shared on the Prince of Peace, and there are key factors that we must have to maintain our peace, humility, faith, and thanksgiving. And this afternoon, I will be dealing with no ordinary love. My text this morning is from John 3, verse 16, which you have all been saying, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved. You might have answered the question already. Reverend Bolt answered his, but I don't know if he wants to cap it. I, want, I had three questions. And pastor answered hers already to what is love? She answered, right pastor, you did what you think love is. For sister Tamar, yours is define God's love for me this morning before I get into it. A minute or two, just a minute, just define God's love. Sister good, morning, Tamar. Every, good morning, everybody. Sister Ruth, I don't understand how my time keep going on. It was three minutes. Now oh, you have to cut it off. <laughs> I know. Like, all of this can go on. Oh, it's like, not a message. It's not a message. I tell you two minutes. Oh, well, so. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. Uh, Sister Ruth, it's not one minute. It's not going to be one minute. So. <laughs> all right. We have to. I started reading that book. I didn't finish reading the book. C.S. Lewis writes this book called The Four Loves, right? And so in the four loves, he talks about the agape love, and that is the love of God, the love of God towards us. And he says that um, that love, this agape love is an unconditional love. Amen. It exists regardless of changing circumstances. Mm -hmm. It is a selfless love, and 
it is characterized in many ways, right? It's, um, so God, in, 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 in this agape love that God has for us, it's based or it never changes and it's benevolent and it is focused outward. It is benevolent and focused mm -hmm. outward. Mm -hmm. um, and it's and and it's uh it's focused outward on us, his children. So in in First John four nine and ten, it says that um, God loved us so much that He sent His Son Jesus to right. Good. And so what I got from that part of it, I'm trying to very hurriedly condense <laughs> myself into a minute that He gave His Son right so that we can have eternal life. And what I got from this particular part of the scripture, right? God sent Jesus to die for us. Amen. Our sin was so great. We could never repay. And God in his love took his son, his priceless son, for this debt that we, we owe him, this debt that we have that we could never repay. Knowing that we could mm -hmm. never repay him, he gave us his son, Jesus, to repay our debt, a debt that we incurred. And, you know, Amen. we're unable to pay. Wow. It's also sacrificial. Of course, again, Jesus, he gave his son, Jesus, for us. A sacrifice for us to atone us. This is why we were sinners. Christ died for us. So Amen. we hadn't even made a step again, that outward looking love, that love that's not focused on self, that love that we haven't earned, that love that doesn't change regardless of the circumstances it's, it's, it's constant also I, and another one that we, that's very popular in first corinthians 13 47 it also it, it gives us many of the characters of love love is, is never jealous it's not boastful it's, it doesn't rejoice in injustice mm -hmm. but it rejoices whenever the truth wins out and so as we navigate life and as we encounter various circumstances, mm -hmm. we have this, this reminder, we have this comfort, we have this solace, we have this hope that it doesn't matter what happens. God's nature is love, God's character is love, and this love is never going to change. And regardless of everything and anything, it is constant. It's mm -hmm. always there. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you so much, Sister Tamar. We are on the same page. So my brothers and sisters, I will just dive deep into it. This verse really spoke to me. I wanted to change my message so much, but God kept on saying, this is what I want you to talk about. Just interact about my love. We have heard songs, but these songs cannot be compared to his love. Some of you are parents on this line. You might love your son, sister, Pastor Ava, her mother is, on, is here. She might love her daughter and is so interested. She might love her mother. But the love that God has for us is trillion times, billion times greater. God's love is unfathomable. We can't to pronounce the word. Say it, Sister Ava, unfathomable. 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 I can talk it, but no one have lift on. This love was the most powerful demonstration of God's love. His love was intentional. It was our sister Tamara, and you all have been saying it. It was sacrificial. It has no beginning. It has no end. And the greatest love story is not Titanic. 
It's not the endless love and all the other movie. The greatest love story mm. is the one that God gave his only son. Dege, dege is a Jamaican thing. Those are mixelar. You might not understand what dege, dege is a Jamaican. Some of you would say, do you have one pitney? One dege, dege pitney? Pitney is not, one child is not enough. But God gave his son, born of a mm. woman. He took on flesh. He left his throne and mansion. Mary's little baby, Emmanuel, the Christ, was born in doom and gloom, as Pastor said last week. He was born in a major. And again, Emmanuel is his name. Fully God, fully man. God's sacrificial lamb. He was classified as a prince of peace. Came and lived with us as a refugee. He had no way. He was a refugee. He spent three years in ministry <clears throat> as a homeless man. For the son of man had nowhere to lay his head just because of love. This is no ordinary love, my brothers and sisters. This afternoon, I'll be talking to you about the eight E's, E as in echo of this love that God has for us. And as I said, for God so loved the world that he gave. And the first E, his love was expensive and sacrificial. He gave the best. The best of the best of the best is one dege dege. He gave his expensive gift that cost him so much so that we might have life. John 10 and verse 10, I won't be reading it. It says it gives us life abundantly that we might live in the overflow, that we might live in the excess. My brothers and sisters, you were bought with a price. Sister Angela, you were bought with his love. Every drop he spilled was on purpose. And one of those blood had my name, Ruth Diabolt, had Jordan's name. And one of those names had your name on it. He gave his son and he paid the price for me with his precious love. His love gives freedom, healing, cleansing, and acceptance. My brothers and sisters, oh, what a love. My next E. And I'm going right along because you'll get the tape because we'll be doing so much of love. Today, it's all about love. Then it says that whosoever, remember, I'm just doing this verse. Tell yourself, you are the whosoever. Sister Tashina, Sister Laverne, Sister Tamar, you are the whosoever. His love is expansive, expansive. So we did, his love is expand, it is now expansive. He loved the world. That means he loved the entire world, the entire world. It doesn't matter. It's no creed. It's no class. It doesn't matter who you are, whether you're yellow, black, and white. We are all precious in his sight. We are precious. He loves the vibes cartel, the ninja mans, the presidents, the prime minister. He poured out his love for all that, we, that Christ may dwell in our hearts. And we can look at the scripture, Ephesians chapter 3. I prayed it this morning. So I don't have to go through it again. Verse 17 and 19. That you'll be rooted. There is no breadth. There is no length. There is no height. There is nothing. His love is endless. What we're talking about, his love is expansive. And I had to put this on this morning because he woke me up and he said, my love is also exclusive. Because whosoever 
believe. So when I, I always used to just say, for God so loved the world. But when the Lord said to me, I want you to stay there. And me with my stubborn self, sometimes I said, Lord, it's such an easy verse. But when I, he said to me, my love is exclusive. You have to believe. So those are mixed alarm. If you have not yet trust God and believe, his love is not exclusive to you. And we learn from this in Romans 10 and verse 9. If we confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. All you have to do, his love is exclusive. It's expensive, it's expansive, and it is exclusive. My brothers and sisters, I'm very excited about God's love. It has taken me in a different dimension. As I went through this study, he really spoke to me because when you're doing a message, it has to speak to you first. The next one, that's the fourth one. Keep on numbering because I had to put in the exclusive. God's love is endless. We will not perish. It's exceptional. Endless? That's one. I'm not giving you that as two. This is not it, my brothers and sisters. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. And in Psalm 103 and verse 12, it says as far as the east is from the west. If you know him, if you know Christ, he has removed your sins. God's love is endless. My love, there's only you in my life. My first love, we just heard that song. His love breaks yokes. It breaks bondages. It releases you from every torment. God love has no boundaries, no limits. As I said, it's endless. It's free you from your past. It heals every part of your heart and soul. And this morning, let it resonate and heal your heart. If there's anything that you're going through, let the love of God heal all your emotional scar of the past. Let us surrender to his endless love and be made whole. You can write down this scripture also, 1 John 4 and verse 9. I'm going right along and I'm excited. You know, I've always been excited enough from him, but I'm excited about his love. God's love is eternal. Another E, that's the fifth one. I'm going to do eight, that we might have eternal life, everlasting life. My brothers and sisters, if you don't know him, you will not experience. If you haven't, as I said, where this exclusive, you will not experience eternal. Those are mixelar. I want you to hear me well. Most of us here are born into the family of God, but thank God that we will have eternal, everlasting, never-ending life. You know, what came to me while I was reading, I remember Michael Jackson. He bought Never Never Land. He built his mansion and he died. The mansion outlived him. I don't know where he is today, but we will never die because once you're a child of God, eternal life is a must. The earth, life on earth here is just temporal. And you can see this. It's in Revelation chapter 21 and verse four. If I'm going through fast, you'll get the, the, you will get the tape. You will get it on YouTube. He shall wipe away the tears from their eyes. There shall be no more death. We will live 
forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. It doesn't stop. Amen and amen. Death here on earth is only temporal. When we die in Christ, we will sin again and we will live forever and ever. It is eternal. He still loves us in death. He loves us through death. He loves us regardless. We are his children. It's such a privilege. And we are made in his image. Another E, my brothers and sisters, I'm coming to it. God's love is extravagant. He holds nothing back. First John 3 and verse 1. He lavishes his loves on us. He demonstrated his love in action. In Solomon chapter 2 and verse 4, his banner over me, his love. He blanks it, he blanket us with his love. What a love. He blankets us. It's extravagant. And the sixth one, God's love is extensive. It's expansive, it's extensive, it's extravagant, it's expensive, it's eternal. Don't forget this. If you don't, really, don't forget it. Nothing, nothing, nothing shall separate us from his love. I use this verse because it's a, Romans 8, 35 to 39. It says no famine, no persecution, no nakedness. The principalities, and you're coming with the height and the nothing, my brothers and sisters, shall separate us. It's extensive. He caused the rain in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 45. He caused the rain to fall on the just and, on, and the unjust. It's extensive to everyone. It doesn't matter who you are. God's love is extensive. And this is now the last one. This is the eighth one. You're writing it down, so it is the eighth, right? God's love is. No, it's eight, because I think you, Pastor Michael put, when I said God's love is endless, endless and, exception, and exceptional is one. Okay. So this is the ninth one. God's love is expressive. God chose to love us. He cannot love without giving. Love is also a choice. I can choose to love. But God does, God love is unconditional. He agapes us all the time. It doesn't matter. Mm. He can't live without giving and giving and giving and giving and giving. Some of us love. <laughs> it's conditional. If you give me, I will give you. That's not how God does it. It's expressive. It's an action. It's not just a lip service because sometimes we say, I love you. But it's a cliche. We just say it because, you know, talk is cheap. In 1 John 1 and verse 10, it says, this is the love. Not that we love, but that, that he loved us. He loved us. And he sent his son a sacrifice. He expresses love. Love is sacrificial. 
So when you say you love somebody, if you have a child, if I have one child, would I sacrifice? If God tell me that like Abraham, I would say it's a devil speaking. I believe, I'm telling you, if I have one child, even my, a lot of you know about Timberine, my dog. If I'm praying for Timberine, can you imagine if I have one decade, decade son? Maybe God wouldn't tell me, maybe God would tell Reverend Boland like Sarah and Abraham and let him go make the sacrifice. I know for me, just think about this. But God did that for us. Mm -hmm. How can we become lonely when we have this love? Check yourself sometime. Bask in his love. It's not that we love. It's expressive. He even says in Zephaniah chapter 3 and verse 17, he rejoices over us. He sings over us. So all these love songs, God is singing to us. They might be secular, but the words are pure. His love is endless as we heard endless love. This is no ordinary love as we heard from Shade. And he has loved us for more than a thousand times. Billions, trillions, it cannot be compared. God's love, my brothers and sisters, is not based on your performance. It cannot be based on your performance. God's love is based on his, is, is based on relationship. People will validate you for what you do for them. God's love does not need validation. I'll repeat it again. God's love does not need validation. It's based on your relationship with him. So all those love songs, turn them into love to him. Sing to him as he rejoices over you. He rejoices over his children. He loves his children. And I will repeat again, his love in John chapter 3, verse 16. It is expensive. It is expansive. It is endless. I think I left out the exclusive. After expense, 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 it's exclusive. Then endless. And endless was joining exceptional. It's eternal. It's extravagant. It's extensive. And it is expressive. It's demonstrated. And it is demonstrative. That's what is love. I want to let you, I want to have you let that sink in. What God's love is that like a verse? For God so love. Eight different adjectives. He, the Holy Spirit gave me from that verse. For those of you on Nixelar, for you to experience all of this great love, you must accept his sacrifice and believe in him. If you have not accepted him today, being the day of love, come and get to know him personally. Those in Nixonar, you may message us at this number, 469-333-0397, or email us at newhorizonmin at gmail.com. If you would like your love to be, the love that he gives, which is expensive, which is expansive, I'm not going to order, which is extravagant, which is endless, come and get to know the Prince of Peace. And as I come to a close new life horizon, this is a clincher now for all of us because I'm coming to a close. I want to thank you for listening to me this morning. But Jesus is asking us this morning. And last night when I was sleeping, he woke me up 
And he said, I want you to speak on this. This was not the message at the end. And as Jesus is asking us as believers in Christ, as a church, new life horizon, grace, abundant, what is the name of Pastor Stedman Church? Abundant grace, outreach ministry. Pastor Larry is also on. I'm just calling the church name. I can't call everybody name individually. As an individual, as a church. In John chapter 3, John chapter 13, verse 34, he's saying, to you and I, a new command. A new command. God, am I worthy? I just want us to take the time because it is such a powerful verse. I know pastor dealt with this maybe three years ago, but it spoke to me this morning like never before. And he's saying to the church, he's saying to us, he's saying to me, he's saying to pastor or Reverend Collymore, pastor Stedman might be off, Reverend Bolt, all of us, Reverend Larry. To you and I, I a new command I give to you, to love, to love one another, love one another. So you must love one another. Do I have that love? My church family, this is a command. It's not an option. We are all followers of Jesus Christ on this platform here this morning. We are all new life horizon, beautiful, attractive, handsome people here this morning. But we are not our own. We are a people under authority. And you might say, what is new about this command? Because the command before, love the Lord your God with all your heart. But Jesus was just about to go on that cross. And he was speaking to his disciples. And he's speaking about love. You have seen what God love is to us. But the new command that he's telling is a command to each and every one of us here on this platform. And you might be wondering, what is new about this? And I see two things in this text. I really saw just two things. It's just a short text and I'm coming to a close. And what I saw is live out the love of Jesus. Love out my love. And live on the love of Jesus. You're going to love out and you're going to live on for each and every one of us. Now, as a body, as a body, as new life horizon, as great grace, abundant life, or abundant life grace, whatever it is, Pastor Stedman, forgive me. How do we convey this? How do we do it? How do we do it? How do I do it, my brothers and sisters? Whatever Jesus commands, he enables us to do it. But the Holy Spirit, listen to the clincher now, has to empty us. We have to empty ourselves of everything that is incompatible with love. Let me tell you how Jesus did it first. He emptied himself. And this is in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 7. You can read this on your own. He took the form of a servant. He gave up his divine privilege of heaven the streets of gold, he took the position of a slave. 
for us to love like Jesus, we need the Holy Spirit. We can't love like him. Because when he was talking to the disciples at the time, he didn't yet go on the cross. And he asked Peter. And Peter said, yes, I love you. But yet, Peter denied him. The Holy Spirit was not yet inside of Peter. And we saw the paradigm shift. Once Peter got that Holy Spirit, he became the rock. He was a lover of Jesus Christ. My brothers and sisters, if you're not experienced the empowering of the Holy Spirit, you cannot love like how Jesus loved. It comes with faith and also humility. For us to live out and live on love like Jesus, we can't be selfish. Forget the selfishness, man. Ruth, forget it. I speak to myself first. We have to consider others better than ourselves. And this is found in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 3. And pastor did a study of Philippians and he, she emphasized this. We cannot be selfish. I cannot be selfish. I cannot be self-centered. And we have to forsake the sense of entitlement. Because I go to new life horizon, I will be entitled to a life. I shouldn't be sick. Forget it. Jesus forsook his sense of entitlement. Humility is a key factor in loving the way Jesus did. My brothers and sisters, he set aside his right. And he's seated now with his father at his, at his right hand. Because he emptied himself. Are we empty? How are we loving each other? How am I loving each other? I'm learning to love right here, right now, in South Florida. My sister-in-law, which, which will remain nameless. My, my husband can attest to it. I think she was born a Christian and I'm being very honest because I've never seen love like this before. She treats strangers and family like how Jesus would. Whenever you visit her, she's a servant and she only gives the best. Am I there? I'm not there. But God takes you to, he took me to New York to teach me. He's taken me here to teach me how to love. In every situation, listen to what God is saying to you. Because you don't want to go around the wilderness over and over again. Yes, I had to be humble in New York. I had to give up some of my rights. And again, this woman loves God. And I thought, but let's check ourselves. Are we loving the way Jesus loved? I am a work in progress. We must look for ways to help people with our mouth. That's all we can do. We can talk with our hands and with our feet. That is what God is asking of us because he can't do it here on earth. So he's asking you and I, but be careful what comes out of your mouth. Be sensitive, be gentle, as we learned last week. Be humble. And faith is very, very, very important. And that is only through the Holy Spirit. My brothers and sisters, let's choose to love one another. Ruth, choose to love one another. And I'm, I'm imploring you, like Jesus did, live out the love of Jesus and live on the love of Jesus again and again. We must count each other 
better than ourselves. I'm not saying you're going to be a doormat, but value people more than how you value. It's not about you. And they will know that you have the Jesus in you. New life horizon. Let us choose. I'm saying it to you. New life and grace abundant. All of us here. Let us choose to love others like oh God loves us. God's love extends beyond human comprehension. It does. And as I said, the ease is expensive, it's expansive, it's endless. It's exclusive, it's extravagant, and it's expressive. Do we have the capacity to love like that? Jesus did it here on earth. He had the Holy Spirit inside of him. We too have the Holy Spirit inside of us. We can do it, but we must forget about ourselves. Love, I have to get about ourselves. Let God's love make you and I complete. Make you whole. Let God's love make you whole. A lot of us here are trying to find husbands and I'm not saying that, love God, the husband will come. He will. Because in those days in Jamaica, before I met the Reverend on where is he? Let I see your face, sir. I push into God. He became my rock. All those love songs I used to play. And I danced with him. I was alone. I was alone at that house during, during, during um when you call COVID. Because I got I got married in 2021, December 18. I'm sharing my testimony. It was not easy. So don't think because, and I'm just saying this now, don't take it the wrong way. It comes with being at the feet of Jesus. I prayed for this man of God. I didn't know who he was, but I said to God, God, I want a man that loves you more than he loves me. It's not about the fluff. It's not about the money because marriage is something that the two of you can two work together unless they agree. And this man of God, he loves God and he too is teaching me amen. how to love. Let me see your amens. I'm sharing my testimony I'm being, and it's a fact. So my brothers and sisters, you have to be lovable before you can find a husband too. I'm being serious. I didn't know who he was. I, Pastor Ava knew him. But when God said to me, this is, it hadn't been my choice. And I'm saying it on this platform because I've said it to him over and over. I would not have maybe. I like shot caller, baller, da, da. that's outward appearance. Look at the inner man. I'm being very honest. I did it in the past. And I said to God, I will not make the same mistake again. And God stepped in. And I got confirmation upon Ruth would not do it until the confirmation came. It's a year. It doesn't say the year was easy. It was an adjustment for me. But through it all, because of God's love, he has kept us. And I've seen God's hand. I've seen his work. And all I can do, I can thank him for his faithfulness. I'm saying to you, my brothers and sisters, you have to empty yourself. Empty yourself of you. And let the Holy Spirit overpower you 
fill you with faith, humility, and love like Jesus. This morning and beyond, I am choosing to completely surrender to the Father's love. And as a church, I want you all to do the same, to completely, and look what God does, write him. I wrote him a letter. I wrote him a letter in 2019. And I said to him, and I think I might have shared with some of you. And I said, I labeled some things. Father, he must not have kids that are young. He must children over 30. I want him to love to eat. And my husband loved to eat. You see, man, why? Pastor Eva do that. But guess what? The one before never eat. This one eat too much. Hello. I love him though. <laughs> but I'm just telling Amen. you, my let him know what you, he's going to choose for you, you know, because I didn't choose. And he's going to give you his best. So not what you put on paper, he's going to give you something better. Because I thought I knew what I wanted, but he said, no, he is the one. My brothers and sisters, love is powerful. It covers a multitude of sin. You all heard it. It's a miracle. We heard from Corinthians 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. It's amazing, but it must be in Christ. Then it becomes like a bomb. It will explode in you because you have the love of Christ inside of you. May God bless you this morning as you surrender to his love. And thank you, Pastor. At first, I didn't know how to, to start this message. I just got the message yesterday because I was on a total different trajectory. And God said to me, this is what I want from you. My brothers and sisters, I'm imploring you to let God do the work in you. It cannot be Pastor Ava that is going to do it. It cannot be Sister Rifa or Sister Anne or Prudence. It's God himself. He does it the best because God is love. And that is where love starts from. It's not the feeling and the hear. No. That too is important. It's important to love. Love is superb. My brothers and sisters, this is the end of my message. And I will just be praying and asking God to let us live on love and love on love. And the new command, don't forget John chapter 13 and verse 34. As a church and as an individual and the whole world will change. Father, this morning, this afternoon, I thank you. I thank you for your love that has no barrier. Oh, the everlasting love of God, it chases us. We thank you, Father, for this word. It's not my word, Lord. It is what you're saying to your church this morning. Do you love me? Do you really, really think you love me? Father, help us. This new command that we will love. Jesus was love. That was your son. We are your children because we are engrafted in the beloved. We ask that each one of us on this platform this morning will love you like never before. And Father, I'm asking you for the women on this platform and for the men that need the men that need wives and for the women that need husbands, that you will provide the one that's your choice, God. Because it makes such a big difference. I thank you that you sent your 
only son to die for us so that we through him might be saved and have eternal life. I thank you for this life in him. And I ask you that each and every household on this platform will know you like never before. We'll love you like never before. We'll know the height, the depth, the length, the width, the width of your love. I thank you, Papa. I give you praise and I give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.